One thing I want to talk about before we, we start diving into the books, and this is just because I have been editing episode two, where we talk about um, barbarians and how maybe it's not a great idea to keep referring to Riverwind and Goldmoon by that term, especially when they don't seem to have any of the abilities we've come to associate with barbarians in D&D. Well, folks, I actually went down to my library pulled out my copy of Unearthed Arcana and looked up what barbarians were in first edition. And what barbarians were in first edition were terrible fighters. What? <laughs> that, that's it. That's it. No, Tell I, me I, more. I will. I'm quite serious. Some of the barbarian abilities that you get are is able to associate with a magic user when necessary. It, it Can really, you elaborate on what like like their ability was you can talk to the casters in your party yeah that was essentially it that was that was a level ability was you could talk to the casters in your party it's also got like the barbarian is a bunch of honestly a uh, uh, gygax looking at conan and being like well conan fights magic users all the time so barbarians don't like magic or magic users and mm. So we're going to have to give – but the other thing is like some of the other level abilities are is able to use a magic weapon. I right? hate magic unless it's mine. Yeah, I mean, but but it's it's seriously like – so you can be a fighter and you have a higher hit die, like the hit die is still 12, and you've got some weird stuff about being able to leap or spring uh, or hide in a natural environment in the same way that the thief can hide in shadows – or mm -hmm. you can climb cliffs and trees in the same way that a thief can climb walls unless, and I am not kidding, you have practiced with the type of material that the wall is made of and then you can climb that. It's, yeah, the Barbarian is just really, really bad in first edition. There is, by the way, no rage. There's no rage. There's, there's okay. nothing even resembling rage. So like the iconic thing that we now associate barbarians with i know it's in 5e was it rage was in 4e wasn't it rage uh, rage goes back to at least third okay yeah um but it's it's also it's it's just like the the one really cool thing that you get as a barbarian is also kind of ridiculous yeah at high levels you can summon a barbarian horde <laughs> wait as, Yes, what? as long as, as long as you are on your home turf, as long as you're in your homeland, you can basically stamp your foot and literally hundreds of barbarians will follow you to do one specific task for a number of weeks equal to your level. What? Yes. Yes. Do you want? Do you want me to actually get this out and read the no, actual? No. No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I. I mean, as far as. Our context is considered. I think it's it's pretty clear that they were using barbarian less in the class sense and more in the squicky to yes. not awesome sense of uh, and a native or indigenous people. I I agree. Yeah. Because even given the um, given the what the barbarian was in first edition, neither Riverwind nor Goldmoon display any of those abilities except for not wanting to associate with Raceland and guess what nobody wants to associate with Raceland <laughs> yeah. except it's Terramon not... usually yeah and and he kind of has to uh, yeah yeah I mean Tannis talks to him 
but mm-hmm. like there's it's it's pretty clear in the first book that in addition to being the leader of the party, one of Tannis's jobs is Raceland Whisperer. Yeah. As I'd say in this in this chapter, one of the chapters yeah. we're about to discuss, he specifically goes to Raceland for advice. 